Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, we're talking today about test driving your retirement. Thanks, Michael. Love the topic. Thank you. Yeah. Love, love the title. This is one of those podcasts. We always say every podcast should only be a five-minute <laughs> podcast and then we end up waffling about something else. But this this you is may, one of those. You <laughs> may just be known. Your, 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 uh, your quote down the track when you pass away, yeah. you, you may just be known for... This should only be a five-minute podcast. <laughs> That'll be on my tombstone. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I'll be known for uh, when you retire, your money <laughs> gets dressed and goes, goes to work, work for, you. for you. Yeah, you'll be known for this. Should just be a five-minute podcast. <laughs> no. So my my theory here is, I often think of I think of the title of a podcast, and you kind of go, if if I stopped, if you stopped the podcast after just reading the title, mm. hopefully you can get eighty percent of of the of mm. the the point I'm trying to get across here. So the the main thesis I'm trying to say here is, and we do this throughout our whole life, we have an image of what we think the future will look like. And of course, it's always rosy and it's always wonderful and it's always, we will only see the good sides of things, but we don't actually test drive these things. You know, like, and where, where the, you know, obviously the phrase comes from, when you go to buy a new car, you think you know, right, oh, well, what, what sort of what sort of car do we want? What's going to suit our family? What's going to suit our situation? You don't you don't normally just go and buy it out of a catalogue. You go, you pick the car up, you test drive it. You'll normally drive it around everywhere, take it to your house, park it. You know, mm. and obviously having driven different cars at different times, you you realise that the more you can sort of do the sorts of things that you that you live your normal life with, that's a, a better way to test drive that car. So. You see a lot of um, car dealerships now will basically say, take take the car for two days. Yeah. Take it for three days. Don't just take it for a drive around the block. Take it for two days. Live live your life with that car. Yeah. Build that image of what does my life look like with that car and then and then make a decision from from there. Yep. So I think the same thing applies with our, with our lifestyle. And so particularly with retirement, it's normally a big change for people. So what got me thinking about this was that often when we talk to people about you know what? What do you want to do in retirement? We, we talk a lot about the financial side of how do we fund your retirement. And, you know, the, okay, great, mm-hmm. you're retired now, and you've got eighty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars a year worth of passive income. You don't have to go to work anymore. And we sort of go, okay, that's that's that done. But that's really only the start of it because then it's right up when you wake up on that Monday. What what do you actually do? What do you fill your time with? What you know? What actually gives you meaning? What gives you a purpose? What gives you enjoyment? All these sorts of things. And I think a lot of the time we sort of have it as this vague thing in the future we don't test drive it we don't we don't actually test out any of the things that we think are going to give us meaning and give us purpose in in life mm-hmm. and until it's until we've made huge changes and and changed everything around that so so for example one of the thoughts that i had here was long service leave like a lot of people are retiring a lot of people retire and get their long service leave paid out and mm-hmm. And to me, and we've talked about this before, it's it's something that you can you can do a bit differently. But one way to do it would be to say, right, a, a year before I want to retire, I'm going to take three months off, and I'm going to live the life. I'm not going to. I might not go on a three month around the world holiday, 
I'm just going to live that three months as, as though I'm retired, if that makes sense. I'm going to stay yeah. where I plan to be when I'm retired. If I'm going to stay in the same house, I'll stay there. I just won't have work filling up that three months. Yeah. And test, and what that allows you to do is test a lot of the assumptions that you that you maybe unconsciously have or subconsciously have about what you will actually get enjoyment out of. Yeah, well, it, it would tell you that. It will also give you a, a really good indicative spend as yeah, well. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually. You'll, yeah. you'll, the, the other thing, that would be useful data for us. Yes. Because we'd, we'd, be, able to, we'd be able to say, okay. Well, well again. It, yeah, you were, off, you, you, you were effectively testing your retirement for this yeah. three months. Yeah. Um, here's what you spent. Yeah. Let's multiply that by four. Yeah. And there's, there's that gives us a really, really good idea yeah. of sort of what you're going to spend um, yeah, if we in in full time retirement, that's that's a great point because because you, what we tend to see and we've talked about this before is that, you know, a good proxy is what you normally is what you spend in in a, in other years mm. because you probably maintain a similar lifestyle. But depending on what your lifestyle is in that three months, it might be vastly more. You know, and and that like you say, that's good knowledge because if we've worked on you spending sixty thousand dollars a year in retirement and then in your three months that you've been on long service leave you've spent thirty thousand dollars in three months you extrapolate mm. that out and go that's 120 grand a year mm. something's wrong here this, yeah. these these two numbers don't match up so either either you need to change what your lifestyle is in retirement or we need to change your, mm. your goals and and yeah. how much income you need so yeah that's a, that's a good i hadn't really thought too much well, that, about the financial that side just occurred it. to me then yeah um but but yeah uh your your point is is from a lifestyle from a lifestyle point of view, yeah. And um, I, I I like I like the idea. Yeah. Um, we've had people before that that think, uh, yeah, they can't wait to retire. Yeah. And they go from full time work to full time retirement, yeah. and it's a really hard adjustment because they, um, yeah, in many cases they they still liked what they they did. did. Yeah. What they really like is a bit more flexibility. Yeah. We've actually had people, many people. Yeah, go back. Um, we've done entire podcasts on this. In yeah. fact, uh, yeah. like I think it was a recent podcast yeah. called "Why You Should Start Your Own Business Business in Retirement." In retirement. Yeah, yeah. Um, tend to be people that are experts in their own field, non non physical workers, because it's obviously hard to to work physically. But 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 they tend to go back into consultant type yeah. roles um, where they can pick it up and put it down. They yeah. can go traveling and you know, and those types of things. So. Um, uh, because some people are just 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 bored and they don't yeah they they still want to and that's that's kind of one of those things I, I think that's where three months long service leave is actually is is a perfect time frame because like I, I've always said this the amount of times people have said to me I said, you know what are you going to do in retirement I'll go fishing mm. all right well it doesn't matter how much you like fishing you go fishing for a week straight. And and most people at the end of a week of fishing, they go right. Oh, well, that's that's enough now. I, well, I, well, I have something. some retired clients that that they wanted to go fishing, and they also wanted to to go caravanning, and they'd had a caravan for yeah. for quite some time. Yeah, uh, it's just that they didn't get time to use it yeah. until they retired. Yeah, and they worked out they didn't like caravanning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, it's, it's, I think it's it's amazing how many people do similar things. It, it's. Uh, you know, it, it's not we're not picking on fishing or caravan here. I, I think I've had clients before that say, "Oh, you know, in in retirement, we'll we'll help our help our kids out with their grandkids." And then I think there must be yeah. times where there must be a lot of situations where the grandparents go, "Right, I'll go and pick the kids up from school." And then after a week of doing that, they go, 
geez, I'm sick of this. I've done <laughs> yeah. this. I don't want to be picking up these yeah. know, kids and, you know, dealing with chaos in, you know, for that, and having them for the afternoon or dropping, you know, whatever they think that is. It must be hard to kind of go, I've done, I've said that I'll do that and now I can't really back out of it. And so it's, it's a similar, I think, the three-month thing. If you said, right, for that three months, all right, well, I'll, I'll do the, the kid pickup for, for, the, for the grandkids. The beauty of it is at the end of three months, you go, oh, well, I've got to get back to work. I'm sorry, I, you know, I can't do this indefinitely. And there's a natural stopping point for a lot of those things. Mm. So it, it does make it easy because you're, you're not saying, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it for the next 10 years. You, you get a trial run of a few different things there with, mm. with a natural stopping point where you can go, okay, well, we do our three months and then... At the end of that, let's let's actually sit down and reassess what are the things that we really got a lot of enjoyment, a lot of meaning out of, mm-hmm. and what are the things that we did that we thought we would enjoy that we just really didn't. And so, when it comes time to, to plan, then the, the next you know the next burst of retirement or, or retiring fully, you go right. Well, let's scratch a lot of those things that 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 we really just didn't enjoy, and let's just do more of the do do more of the things, or let's go and find other things that. To, to fill our life in retirement that we that we think we will enjoy and, and trial it again. So, yeah, I, I think that's yeah. To to me, I guess from a from a lifestyle point of view, that's human beings are uniquely incapable of knowing in advance what's going to make us happy. That's mm. just across the board that there's been the truth since the beginning of time is that we think we know what's going to make us happy and we just really don't. And so that's yeah. why we test things. It, it's it's funny because I mean um, I, I I can't see myself ever being fully retired i can see myself cutting back yeah. well and yeah you know, well into the future i'm only 46 yeah. Yeah. right now but yeah. well into the future i can see myself cutting back and and, and having less clients and yeah. and and doing things a little bit differently where yeah. i don't have to be yeah. uh, in the office every day but I, but yeah. but i i get enjoyment out of yeah. out of actually you know helping people and being productive and things like that yeah um and there's, a, I mean, I've seen that in some of my clients yeah. as well. Uh, there's other clients that we have. Your father is a yeah. is a great example. Yeah, like he he wouldn't be able to imagine fitting in any work, any work <laughs> anymore because he's and he says I mean, this he's, all the he's, time. He's, he's busy camp drafting and, yeah. and uh, yeah. doing all those types yeah. of things. Exactly. Like so, and he's having a, having a ball. Yes. Um, yeah. being retired and, and doing all of those things that he. Yeah. He had to struggle to fit in yeah. when, uh, when, yeah, when he was when he was working when he was when working. He was, so, teacher, yeah, um, so. so he's right. he's completely. I mean, he's he's in a situation where he's just hit the ground running. Yeah. in his retirement yeah. and and um, and well, well, going I'm here, getting, there, and I everywhere. Guess that's true. But if, uh, even if you look at my parents' retirement, it was probably similar in as much as they actually both went from full time teaching to to part time teaching and bits yeah. of contract work, and it was that sort of. They they did to some degree trial it, and then what they found was that the things that they that they did outside of teaching they got a lot of enjoyment and and really were were happy doing mm. those things and so then they just dialed that up but mm. but it was the same sort of thing where I think there wasn't the same pressure because they they kind of went well I'm still working and I'm, if what they if if they tried that and you know dad was off camp crafting and mum was yeah. off traveling around the world and you know if they'd found that that wasn't you know, bring them enough enjoyment. They would have just tried something different and tried yeah. something different until they found the right thing. And that's, I mean, I mean, it, it's. I think about the retirement thing is similar to work. You know, like m- many, many, many people, even even people who are sixty now and have, will tell you, I have worked in one job for the last forty years. 
if you actually dig in, what actually happens a lot is that the first year they might have gone and so, you know started one job and then they didn't like that and they've moved mm. sideways into something else and there's a bit of a there's a bit of a um, you know a, an adjustment period when you start when you start your working life you don't know really what you're what you're talented at what you're going to be good at what you're going to enjoy and what what the world really wants from you and mm. so you, you tend to find that in that first five ten years of your career you're really finding your groove. And I think that the same sort of thing happens, I would say, in the first three years of your retirement, mm. is that it takes, I, I tend to find it takes three years for clients to really find their groove in retirement of what are the things that I really enjoy, what are the things that I really want to do, and, and you know, how to, and, and fitting all that in in the right way. And, and even just the psychology of, it takes three years for people to get comfortable with the idea that they, that they are retired. So yeah. I think that it, it tends to take three years when there's a sudden sort of a stop like that, if you can do something like this where you're testing those things out in the last few years of your working life, it probably just makes that adjustment period a bit quicker. And yep. so you can kind of hit the ground, like you say, hit the ground running where you, you you happen to be, okay, well, when I retire, I know I'm going to do this. I'm going to go caravanning. And I know that I've enjoyed that because, hmm. so as you say, I've the caravanning thing, I've got other clients that have in the last few years, they've done a six-week and an eight-week caravanning trip and they love it. And that's hmm. and, and it sort of gives them... It gives them comfort even while they're at work to know that they have a thing that they are looking forward to when they retire. Well, it's it's yeah. great to to get that confirmation that they love yeah. it. Yeah. But you can you can in the last year of your working life, yeah, yeah, you, know, you can be planning where yes. you where yeah. you're going to go. Like That's like right. you get a lot of enjoyment out of yeah, actually and, planning. And they do. That's exactly where right. we're going to go as soon as we retire. So yeah. like yeah. and working working yeah. all that out and, and whereas yeah. you can sort of understand that it it, it would be very demoralising for people like. To, to go, okay, I'm, I'm, when I retire, I'm gonna, we're going to go on this caravanning trip around for six months around Australia and then you get a month into the trip and go, geez, we don't like this at all but but it's kind of been this thing that we've built up in our mind and if we don't do this, mm. then then what else will we do? And it's a bit of a, it would feel like a huge letdown to have worked mm. in life and, and then do that. So, yeah, I think it makes perfect sense from a, both from a lifestyle point of view and then also as, as you raised before financially, it's really handy knowledge as, as the financial planner to mm. go, not only do we think this is what we're going to spend, but we've done a three-month trial, and yes, that is the amount that we that we mm. did spend. Or no, it's actually less or more than what we thought, and let's adjust our plan based on that. We're not sort of flying blind leading into that into that retirement phase. Yeah. Good topic, good title, Dallas. Test thanks. drive your retirement. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.